how has your January been? Have you found it challenging? I know that, I mean, what is it like, you know, a couple of weeks in now. And we do have to manage our own expectations, especially if we come straight out the gates with this expectation that new year, new me, and, you know, everything's going to be changing and, you know, we're going to be living our best lives and all the abundance and opportunities that we're manifesting are going to land at our feet. And then you get into January and you're like, twiddling your thumbs, you know, where where are all these blessings and, and where's all this abundance? Welcome to Her Power the Podcast with me, your host, Zoe Fox. This podcast is for women who are healing the past, healing pain, and are just really ready to connect in with their greatest possible potential. We're here for a reason. We do not want to be hindered by the challenges and the traumas of the past. So we are coming together collectively to heal our lives and to see just how good life can get. So welcome, Soul Sisters. It is another episode of Her Power, the podcast. And I can't lie, the last week has been pretty hardcore. So you will know if you're a regular listener or viewer of the show that we are now on YouTube. The first episode went live on Friday. So last week's episode can also be watched on YouTube. Now, I'm just like jumping straight into the episode. Really, I should be introducing myself and letting you know where you can find me. But I'm so traumatized by the last week that I'm just like, ah, I need to get it off my chest. So, yeah, if you would like to come along and connect, you can find me on Instagram at zoe.e.fox. And you can find the podcast on all your favorite podcasting platforms and now YouTube. We also have a Facebook page, um, which I'm just trying to grow and build better late than never at zoe.e.fox. Um, and we also have a podcast page as well on Instagram, which is at her power the podcast. So last week was a challenge and it was a great reminder of just how tough life can feel at times. So I set myself the challenge in the new year of launching the podcast on YouTube. So for it to become a visual thing as well. So I went straight into it a little bit naively, perhaps not really knowing what challenges I was going to face along the way in my head. I thought it was going to be straightforward, pick up the camera, set record and roll, but it didn't quite work out that way. So I started recording everything was cool, recorded it, all the sound was there, everything. When it came around to doing the editing, the first obstacle that I came to was the fact that at some point in the video, the audio and the visual started going out of sync. So I don't know how that happened. I'm not a technical wizard, you know, I work out what I need to know to help me to get to where I need to go, but I'm not the all-knowing technical wizard, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just not me. So everything was out of sync. I'm like, what's happened? I don't understand why this has happened. I've kind of bodged my way through the episode. And anyway, the main thing is that I got it live. But last week, I learned a lot about recording podcasts for YouTube. I learned about um, needing an external hard drive for those big fat file. Yeah, the files are massive. I was thinking, oh, I'll download it in 4K. So it's a really great quality, really ignorant, not understanding the impact that that would have on the file size, the capacity of my computer. 
it was testing to say the least. And it really reminded me actually of the old days when I was so held back by the patterns of the past and I would have just given up quite easily. But there's something about where I'm at now and the energy of now, which is like a dog with a bone that just won't quit. So I was determined last week to make it happen pretty much at any cost. And this is where the lessons come in. Is It's like, how much are you prepared to push forward? How much do you need to also be able to make sure that you're not burning yourself out? Last week, my eye was twitching like a good one. And that usually happens when I'm really stressed. It hasn't happened for a long time, actually. So that was a good reminder of, um, of the fact that I don't live with a permanent eye twitch, which is what I, I used to do when I was stressed and my eye was just always going like that. So there were so many signs last week telling me to slow down. But that part of me, that grit, that determination was like, yeah, but I need to get this done. And um, I did it. So this week I've decided that I'll make some concessions. You know, last week I was striving for the perfect quality. And um, the truth is sometimes you've got to just get it done and then figure out how you can make it better from there. So I've got myself a tiny weenie little camera, <laughs> which is just up there that I'm looking into now. And that seems to have solved the problem. Um, last week I was trying to film it in my phone and record it through the computer, the audio part of it, and then join them all together. And so I'm just trying to simplify things, um, including not moving around my living room to set the thing up. I just want to get this done. I don't need it to be perfect. I just need it to be done for now. And then when my resources improve, when my um, condition improves, and if you're listening to the, this for the first time, I've got a spinal cord injury. So the last thing I need to be doing really is moving about extra things. So I'm just sitting at my desk today instead of trying to be all in front of my plants. <laughs> I'm just at my desk, my kitchen table's behind me, flung on two candles for a little bit of ambience. And um, yeah, my poinsettia is still there from Christmas, even though we're moving swiftly through January. So yeah, last week, it was a challenge, but it was a great reminder of how determined I've become. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I learned through spinal cord injury was that grit to just keep on going, even on the days when you feel like you want to give up, which was like last week, I was just like, I was over it. I was feeling mighty sorry for myself. I was frustrated about my limited um, capacity, my limited resources, my lack of a team, you know, trying to do all of this production stuff. It's just me one. It can be difficult being a one woman band and a mother you know, trying to do the best that you can. And I'm sure there's lots of people out there listening that will be able to identify with the fact that trying to, fi trying to find a time to be everything and do everything is um, it's difficult. You know, there's so many different pulls on our time and on our energy. And we have to really choose carefully about where we're spending our energy. And it can be difficult, you know, when you've got pressures on you. And I know for having lived in survival mode for so long that it's hard to know when to switch off because when you are in survival mode, we're kind of programmed to think that the harder you work, the more you do, the better you'll be, you know, the sooner you'll get to the end. 
um, outcome that you desire. But it's not necessarily true. You can just work yourself straight into burnout. And if you're not taking the time to slow down and reflect and connect, then, you know, you find that your energy gets really scattered. That was another thing last week. I really struggled to get into my practice like every day I meditate, every weekday anyway, when um, my little one's at nursery, I will meditate. That's my routine. That helps me to feel grounded. Meditation really helps me to deal with pain as well because um, I live with permanent pain because of my injury. Doing my meditation in the morning just really helps me to get into that connected place. And last week, it's like nothing would work. None of the tricks. I did quite a lot of writing last week, but it's good for me as well to actually go back into those places where I remember what it was like to feel low and to struggle. And that was a really big reminder as well to me of like how much I'm just not prepared to go back to the old me that used to dwell very much in the misery and that didn't have any tools and tricks to get myself out of the low vibes. I used to just live in there and having that week last week where I did feel low and I did feel fed up and like where I couldn't shake off the funk was just, yeah, I don't know. I kind of felt like it was a reminder that actually where I'm at now is pretty much a trauma response. It's that inner sort of desire to never want to go back to the dark place that keeps me just pushing, you know, pushing myself forward. It's like, right, we're not going back there. We lived there for too long. And that place was dark and ugly. And um, to be honest, I don't I don't want to ever sit there for too long. But the good thing about now is that when you get into those spaces of being in the funk and just feeling out of sorts is recognizing it and acknowledging it and doing the little things that you can to turn it around. But like I said, I struggled last week to turn it around, even with my, my very best attempts. But there's lots of little subtle signs that your body will give, like, for, for example, my eye twitch and just the fact that I felt so burnt out. So it's good to sort of try and listen to your body when it's telling you to slow down rather than get into a point where the universe is just going to clip you around the ear and let you know, you know, you need to take this enforced rest. So, yeah. It's been um, it's been interesting. It's been a good exercise in even when I don't feel like it, kind of forcing myself to listen to my body and go and take a little lie down on on my comfortable sofa, as you can see behind me. And yeah, sometimes doing less is better than trying to do more. So it's a process. And yesterday, in fact, I was just I just couldn't shake off the blues. I felt like there was quite a heavy energy and I went and sat in my kitchen and there's a window seat, which I've spoken about in the podcast many times, because for me, I had so much personal transfer transformation um, sitting in that seat in the window. And I went and sat there with my notepad and my pen and I was looking out at the window and the trees were all bare. It was a grey, miserable day and I just sat and I wrote. I wrote from my heart, I wrote from my sadness and it reminded me a lot of when I first came out of hospital and I'd start sitting at that window seat in around sort of like, you know, March and again, the trees were still bare and I was just looking out and 
you know, it's quite uninspiring when it's a grey, miserable day. But then I was reminded, actually, of how I used to sit at that seat and how the sun used to come through at a certain point, you know, for a certain point of the day. And there's trees, it's like a tree-lined street here. And there's these three, four trees and, and one behind that I really connected to when I had my injury. And watching those trees come into bloom was just a real reminder for me after my injury of cycles in nature and how we are part of nature and how, you know, this moment too will pass. And I was reminded of that yesterday when I was sitting there looking at the trees and just thinking about how bare they looked but also, yeah, just thinking, well, in a few months, these trees are going to be teeming with life. They're going to be sprouting new leaves and flowers and all the insects will be back, like living their best life, drinking up all the sap that comes out of those trees. And the birds will be, I mean, there's still a few birds back at the moment, but the birds will be able to enjoy the trees. And I'm sure there'll be a lot more birds that come in when the leaves come back. And just thinking, yeah, I'm not doubting in my head for a second that the life is going to come back to those trees. I know for a fact that mother nature is going to, in spring, is going to start bringing the new life back into those trees. The tree's not outside stressing about it. The tree's just chilling. It knows it's cold. It knows it's miserable, but it's just standing there firm in the belief and the knowledge that when spring comes, it will do what it needs to do and it will bloom again. And it was just a good reminder yesterday to sit there and to be like, yeah, you know what? You might be in a funk at the moment, but it's not going to last. And even if everything that you're trying to do to change your mood isn't working, just through the process of time and, you know, the, the, the cycles of nature, this moment will pass. The sun will rise again. The tide will come and go. You know, the trees will bloom and lose their leaves. And I think it's so easy at times to forget that we are part of nature and how connected we are to the cycles of nature when we're just so busy and we don't take the time to sit and breathe and look at and be like yeah mother nature ain't stressing you know she's just going through the motions so i'm wondering how has your january been have you found it challenging i know that i mean what is it we're like you know a couple of weeks in now and we do have to manage our own expectations, especially if we come straight out the gates with this expectation that new year, new me, and, you know, everything's going to be changing and, you know, we're going to be living our best lives and all the abundance and opportunities that we're manifesting are going to land at our feet. And then you get into January and you're like, dum, 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 twiddling your thumbs, you know, where, where are all these blessings and, and where's all this abundance? And um, yeah, there's that adjustment period to be like, okay, so we had all the New Year's Eve hype. Now we're in the new year and it just feels like a cold, grey, miserable day if you're here in the UK. And um, but yeah, but realising that the new year for nature doesn't start until we start heading into March when things start to bloom. So give, you a little, give yourself a little bit of grace and um, yeah, try not to put too much pressure on yourself. I wonder if you've if you've set yourself any uh, New Year's resolutions and how they're going. I was like, yeah, I'm going to start, you know, doing all this stuff. And I'm just like, the only thing that I feel like doing right now 
is hibernating, to be honest, is going inward, having quiet time. It's like you go into the new year and everyone's like, yeah, everyone's diaries are open again. And, you know, let's connect and let's do this. And it's like, well, you know, maybe we need to take a little bit more time to just slowly ease ourselves back in without too much pressure and too much expectation. So I am kind of thinking about when you are going through those hard times and when you do feel like you're being a little bit hard on yourself, how can we be a little bit more gentle? And when we think about being gentle to ourselves, what does that look like? I know for me, as someone who has lived in survival mode for a very long time, it's really hard to take your foot off the gas and to sort of surrender a little bit. And I do feel like in many ways, that's what my injury helped me to do was to just, yeah, it enforced me with the rest that I need, which is why I can't but help see my spinal cord injury as a blessing, because there's no way that I was going to slow down anytime soon. I was like, full throttle, got to grow the business, got to be successful, got to be the best mom that I can be, got to be the best that I can be. It was just like, yeah, a lot of pressure. And I always go back to social media and what we see on social media. It's always the highlight clips. And that's why I always like to try and be honest. Like when I posted up on my Instagram stories the other day about the fact that it has been hard. You know, you see a lot of people posting up the end result, posting up their content. I'm not seeing people saying about the struggles that they have to download these files or, you know, struggling people that are struggling to access equipment because of their financial situation or people who are just, you know, struggling in general. I think if we are more transparent about our vulnerabilities and letting people know, you know, actually I found this hard. And then they like, yeah, you know what? I found it hard too, but everybody else makes it look so easy. So, you know, people are keeping quiet, feeling as though they should have it all together. But I think if, if people were a little bit more honest about what it took for them to get to where they got to or, um, you know, heading in the direction that they're going, uh, the support that they needed, where they failed, what didn't work, how they corrected it. Because the one thing that I believe firmly is that all of the things that don't go right are just great ways for us to learn how to do something better next time. Like I said, when I was recording this podcast last week, I thought I would go and try and record it in 4K. Do I even know what 4K means? No, I I know enough to know that it's like the best quality that you can get. But I do, do I know about the implications of that? No, I'm just like hearing things thrown about and thinking, oh, yeah, I'll do 4K. And then meeting the realisation of the implications of trying to work with them um, 4K quality files. And yeah, you know, not doing proper data management on my computer to make sure that I'm saving files in an appropriate way and being mindful of, uh, you know, what storage I've got available. Do I need an external device? I didn't know any of this until I started learning the hard way. So I think it's good to share our trials and our tribulations and to share with one another what it took for us to overcome it because we are all human. And I'm a little bit fed up of living in this polished world that we live in or how it's presented to be polished. So much work goes into creating these bits of content. It's like you see these adverts 
Um, you don't see what it took to put an advert together. I remember when I worked on a film set once and it's amazing just how much goes into creating a film. When you're watching it at the end, you don't realise that there was 50,000 takes of that and 60 billion you know, takes of that and tweaks and adjustments. You just see this polished end part that looks great. And because it's been so well put together, you're not even... Sorry, I'm just laughing because when I was watching the video back, I tried to do this little, um, when I was editing it, I tried to do this little thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to add in the podcast artwork where we usually have the musical link and then there'll be a musical link and then it will go on to the next part of the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, oh, I'm sorry for the really low budget. Like it reminded me of just, yeah, something from the early 90s and like the podcast artwork sort of spins in like clip art style mega cringe but again you don't know until you do it you don't know what something's going to look like do you and I'm I've done it it's up it might look a bit cringe people might think it's a bit low budget but I've done it and it's okay I I don't have to try and pretend that I've got some sort of Steven Spielberg budget and team that are going to help me produce this beautiful quality end product I've just been so inspired by the fact that there's a lot of women that I watch on um, YouTube that are older ladies that are talking about specialist subjects. And I'm like, these older ladies are out here smashing it. They're not worrying about lighting and this and that. They've just got their camera and the focus is on the, it's on the content. It's on the quality of what's being said. And I think if you evolve to a point where you've got the team um, and you've got the, the budget to get the production where you want it and hire the spaces and the lighting and the team, then great. But in the meantime, I think it's just better to get it done. And it's okay to look a little bit cringe in the process. And I think if I let cringe stop me, then there wouldn't even be a podcast. And if I was worrying too much about what other people were thinking, there wouldn't be a podcast. But I know from the people that I do connect with through doing this podcast that it's every bit worth looking a bit silly because the people that the message is for tend to actually appreciate the fact that, you know, I'm not trying to pretend that it's all, everything's all good. You know, life is hard. Some days are crap. Sometimes your equipment fails you. and Sometimes you don't know what you're doing, but you give it your best shot. You tried your hardest and you didn't give up. And yeah, that's a big message for me is actually that ability to keep going even when you don't feel like it, even when things haven't worked out how, how you might like, is to keep pushing and to keep being consistent. Because unless you are consistent and unless you are going despite the fact that you don't want to, things will come to a halt. And as I think I've mentioned many a time before on the podcast, the old me that was hindered by outdated patterns, as soon as I came up against an obstacle, something that I didn't know, something that I wasn't 100% sure about, I'd just be like, ah. Oh, uh, you know, I'll just leave it. I'll just park it. My phone has got like, well, back in the day, lists and lists of all these ideas. I always used to have these ideas of things to create and things to do. And as soon as I didn't know how to do the next step, I'd just be like, ah. and it would basically be my, the notes in my phone would be the place where great ideas went to die because <laughs> I just left them there and yeah, didn't push myself. Because the patterns in my head were like, oh, you don't know. Well, just, you know, just just leave it then. If it starts to get difficult, 
But if it starts to get difficult and you're prepared to just leave it there, how are you ever going to grow? How are you going to how are you ever going to progress? When I came out of hospital, I had no option but to keep going, even though I really wanted to just give up at times because it was it was really difficult. But especially having, you know, my small human looking at me, that was like, so what am I going to just lay in bed and cry all day and her just see her mom in a mess all the time on the bed, you know, giving up to the fact that she's come up against some challenges. No, I'm not. I'm like, sometimes I do think, are you all right? (laughs) Are you all right? Like to myself, like, are you okay? Like, do you not know when to just stop? But yeah, I'm just, I've got a little taste of what you can achieve when you put your mind to it. And now I'm like, okay, what other obstacles can I try and overcome? What other problems can I problem solve? Because it's so rewarding when you do make that commitment to just keep pushing to see, you know, what you're capable of and keep pushing to see what you can learn regardless of the obstacles. So I think that's about it for today's episode. I would just like you to have a little think this week about how do you, how do you find that you act when you are confronted with circumstances that don't go your way? What's your default response? Have a little journal around it and see if you can think of any ways that you can build in a little bit more resilience into responding when things don't go your way. But also think about how do you then find balance so that you're honouring your need to keep that balance and equilibrium but still make enough progress to keep moving towards connecting in with your greatest potential. So please do come and find me on Instagram over at zoe.e.fox. There'll be another episode next week. I'm still getting into the swing of it, so please do bear with me. And yeah, if you found any benefit in this episode or if you know anyone out there that needs a reminder to just keep going, keep pushing, don't give up. Please share the episode with them. If you are sharing on Instagram or social media, please do tag us. If if you're sharing in your Instagram stories, you can tag zoe.e.fox or at herpowerthepodcast. And yeah, slide into my DMs and let me know if any parts resonate with you or if you identify yourself in any part of this episode. And yeah, shout out to all the listeners that I truly appreciate and love. And to those of you who are watching, sorry, I just need to get used to changing the language around now, don't I? So big love, peace out. Thank you for your ear as always. Have a great week and I will catch you soon. Bye.